guys, welcome back to my channel. My name is Riali for those who don't know me and I teach English as a second language and also as a foreign language. In today's video, I'm gonna teach you English through Taylor Swift song called Antihero. She launched a new album last week and I am a huge fan of Taylor Swift. So I decided to make this month a Taylor Swift month. I'm gonna teach you English using Taylor Swift, either her songs or interviews. So without further ado, let's dive in. The song is called Anti-Hero. And let's start with the title, Anti. Anti can have two pronunciation, anti or anti. And it means against something or against someone, opposed to. So it's against or opposed to the hero. So usually it's not a villain, but it's against the hero. I have this thing where I get older but just never wiser. I have this thing. I work like this. I do things like this. Sometimes I don't know why, but I have this thing where I get older and she used here the word where. Sometimes to connect sentences, we use different words. In this case, she used where. I get older. The word older here is a comparison. It's an adjective. It's a comparison adjective. She's comparing to her young version to her old version. So older, but just never wiser. And here she used the conjunction but because she's going against what she just said. Usually when we get older, we get wiser. But here she's saying she doesn't get wiser. Midnight's become my afternoon. Midnight, it's 12 a.m. And what she means here is that she's a awake in the middle of the night. And instead of just um, going to sleep, being tired, she's full awake and, you know, doing stuff, in this case, writing songs. Hence the title Midnight's for her album. The songs she wrote were all written in the middle of the night. So that's why she decided to call the album Midnight. Midnight's become my afternoons. When my depression works the graveyard shift. So when my depression, which is a feeling of a sadness, it's a deep, deep sadness, um, works. And here the word works, it really means works. I'm working on something. I, I'm working right now. But then she says the graveyard shift. And what is that? It's a work shift that runs through the early morning hours typically covering the period between midnight and 8 a.m. So graveyard shift is different than your regular shift where you start in the morning and go to the afternoon. Here you're starting typically in between midnight, so it's overnight, so graveyard shift. All of the people have ghosted and to ghost someone is to disappear. So it's very common in the dating area where you're seeing someone and you don't want to see this person anymore. And instead of letting the person know, you decide to vanish. You decide to disappear. You don't text anymore. You don't call anymore. You don't contact that person anymore. And you don't even reply to the person's text messages or calls. So you really ghost that person. You disappear stand there in the room. So all of the people that I've ghosted stand there in the room. I should not be left to my own devices. When I was listening to this song for the first time, I was like, what? To be left to my own devices. So I like learning with Taylor Swift because she used a variety of expressions and idioms and things that I didn't even know, even though I've been here in the USA for six years now. 
So to be left to your own devices is to be left to do whatever you want or to look after yourself without any help from other people. For example, if left to my own devices, if I'm left to do whatever I want to do, I will eat a chocolate dessert every night. They come with prices and vices. So doing the things that I want, no matter what, comes with a price. So I pay for that, not monetary, but sometimes um, consequences of my actions and vices. Vices are immoral or wicked behavior, an open sore of a vice and crime. So immoral or wicked behavior. I end up in crisis. The word end up means a result. So I do the things I want. It comes with price and vices. And the result is that I am in crisis. Tale as old as time. I wake up screaming from dreaming. One day, I'll watch as you're leaving because you got tired of my scheming. And then in scheme, it's an organized plan for doing something, especially something dishonest or illegal that will bring a good result for you. So don't do schemes. It's really bad for the last time. And then we go to the second part of the song, the main part, right? Which is very catchy. She says, it's me. Hi. So in English, all the sentences need to have a subject. Sometimes we don't have a subject, but we need to have one. And that's why we use it. So whenever the sentence doesn't have a subject, we are going to use it. It's me. Hi. I'm the problem. It's me. So she said, it's me. I am the problem. It's me. At tea time, everybody agrees. So tea time is the moment where you drink tea and, you know, it's usually in the middle of the afternoon in Brazil, but I don't know here in the US as it's not a common thing to have a tea time. I'll stare directly at the sun and to stare is to look to something without like changing direction. So I'm staring at the camera right now. So stare. So I stare directly at the sun, which is very painful. If you have done so, I have tried. It hurts your eyes because the sun is just so bright. And so, but she's saying here, I'll stare directly at the sun. I'll rather do that, but never in the mirror. So it's saying that her confidence is a little shaking. She doesn't want to see herself through the mirror. So sometimes she doesn't like what she's seeing. She thinks, you know, maybe she's she doesn't look as pretty as she wants or there's something about her that she doesn't like seeing the mirror. So it means that seeing herself in the mirror is very painful because she rather stare at the sun. It must be exhausting, so very tiring, always rooting. And rooting is another word for cheering. It's informal. So to show support for someone who is doing something difficult. So if you go to a game, let's say you are a huge fan of soccer or football and you go to your favorite team's game and you're really supporting your team, you want your team to win. So you're rooting for your team. So it must be exhausting, always rooting for the anti-hero. And then anti-hero again, a central character in a story, movie, or drama who lacks conventional heroic attributes. It's not necessarily a villain, but it's not something a hero would do. So there's a new movie out called Black Adam. I don't know if you have watched that movie. I went to see that movie. And Black Adam, if you know Marvel at all, he's an anti-hero. He's not a bad guy, but he doesn't do what a hero would do. You know, he kills bad people and the hero always wants to save everyone else. So he's an anti-hero. 
sometimes I feel like everybody's a sexy baby. So I feel like, I feel as, it's another way to say that, is a sexy baby. So a sexy baby, like someone that is pretty, someone that is hot. And I'm a monster on the hill. So I'm a monster. Monsters are not very pretty on the hill, which is very scary. When you watch a scary movie and there is a monster there, they're usually on the hill. Too big to hang out. To hang out is to spend some time with someone or people slowly lurching toward your favorite city. So I'm too big to hang out, but I'm slowly walking in a way that it's not regular toward your favorite city. And she used the word lurching here, I feel like, because it's the word that she used before that, which is monster. So monsters don't walk, they lurch. Pierced through the heart and then to be pierced so think of your ear. Your ear is pierced. You got an earring. So to, you know, wear earrings, you need to pierce your earlobe. And so someone comes with a huge needle, I hate needles, and then they go through your earlobe making a hole. So he's piercing your earlobe. So pierced through the heart, it means that something really sharp went through your heart, but never killed, which is... Kind of interesting because if you get pierced through your heart, the natural and logical outcome of that is for you to die. But she's saying that here she's been pierced through the heart but never killed. I feel she's not being very literally here. She's not meaning really being pierced through the heart literally, but things that really hurt her but never killed her. Did you hear my cover narcissism? So cover is hidden or secret and then narcissism which is it's all about me i disguise as altruism so i don't know if you see the pattern here of the combination sm so whenever we have in a word a combination not whenever but most of the times if you have sm you're going to do this z sound them them right so narcissism i disguise as altruism them and then to disguise is to give yourself or someone else a new appearance. So if I want to go hunting, for example, which I would never do because I'm pro animals. But if I'm going hunting and I want, I do not want the animals to see me. So I'm going to disguise um, as a tree. So disguise is to give yourself an appearance in order to hide your true self, your true form as altruism which is a willingness to do things that bring advantages to others, even if it results in disadvantage for yourself. So being very giving. So I cover my narcissism, which is all about me. And I disguise that I give a new appearance to hide myself and my actions as someone who's very giving, like some kind of congressman. So like here can also be replaced as as some kind some sort of congressman, which is a man who works in the Congress. A tale as old as time. I wake up screaming from dreaming. One day I'll watch as you're leaving. And life will lose all its meaning. So lose is to not have something anymore. So my life won't have any meaning. We'll lose all its meaning. So if you walk out, my life, it's going to be blunt boring i have this dream my daughter-in-law kills me for the money 
So to kill someone for something, so we use here the preposition for indicating the benefit, the result, or the why. My daughter-in-law, so daughter-in-law, if I have a son and he's married, his wife is my daughter-in-law. So she kills me for the money. Ooh. She thinks I left them in the will. So will has so many meanings. And in this case, it's not will future, but an official statement of what a person has decided should be done with his or her money or property after death. So in the USA, it's very common for people to make their wills to let um, people know where they want the money and property they have go to. So she thinks I left them, which she didn't, um, in the will. So she thinks, you know, I left my son and his wife all things, the valuable things that belong to me after my death. The family gathers round and reads it. So together is to come together in a group and reads it. Reads it what? The will. And then someone screams out. So in English, sometimes we just have words that will suffice by itself. But Americans do like to use prepositions after using these verbs. So write down, screams out. You don't really need to use a preposition, but it sounds more natural if you do. And then someone screams out, she's laughing up at us from hell. <laughs> It's incredible because even her family thinks that she's in hell instead of being in heaven. So they must think poor of her and not think that she's a really nice lady. So they're laughing, she's laughing up. Here we go, laughing up at us. So we laugh at someone from hell, from indicating where the person is now. So, or now, but not now, but where the person is. So I'm from Brazil. So I was born in Brazil. I came from Texas. So always it indicates the origin, the point of start. Does that make sense? I hope it does. And that's it. So if you haven't listened to the song, I really highly suggest you to go listen, go research the meaning of the song so you can understand even more. To learn with songs, I feel that you have to understand the meaning of the song, why the songwriter wrote that song. So I usually watch for interviews or I also use some websites that tell me the story of the song. And they sometimes also make connections to other songs and events of the singer's life so we know that Taylor Swift writes all about her life not all about but mostly about her life so there's something that happened in her life that inspired her to write the song in the next video I'm going to analyze if you've watched the music video in the middle of the music video there is a scene where they're talking and I am going to analyze that and translate it for you so I hope to see in the next video don't forget to subscribe and thumbs up this video if you liked it I'll see you next bye bye